Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Exploring Awesome. I'm uh, Jim Keller, your host. And uh, sorry, getting things uh, a little messed up here. I'm your host, Jim Keller. Hello. Welcome to Exploring Awesome. We are. Uh, this is the show, of course, where we talk about tips, tricks, and strategies to help you and me live a more awesome life. Today, I am joined by Andrew Alexander, a good friend of mine and an uh, entrepreneur, author. He's going to talk to us today about becoming the person that uh, becoming the person that you need to become to get what you want in life. And I'm also live on Periscope right now, although I don't know if that's turning out very well, but we'll see. So uh, let's just bring Andrew on. Andrew, how are you doing? Great. How are you doing, Jim? I'm doing all right. Thanks. So uh, just a little bit uh, real quick, uh, in case people didn't catch your, uh, your last, the last time you were on, uh, of course, uh, if you look back at uh, about, right about a year ago, I had Andrew on, and uh, he's an author, he's an entrepreneur. Uh, Andrew, uh, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so basically about four years ago, I was broke, unemployed with my parents at the age of 25, and came one of those low points in life where I needed some type of transformation. So I read a lot of books on entrepreneurship. I want to get in good shape, better relationships, and I kind of went on a four-year journey just to see how you could really excel in every area of your life. So for the first two years, I was pretty much failing. I was trying to chase after these things, get these things, and I wasn't really having any results. So two years in, I built a digital magazine business, which allowed me to make money, quit my job. I traveled for two years. And for the last two years, I studied personal development, became a personal development coach, and I help other entrepreneurs or people in all areas of life really be able to live the life they want to live. So I learned a lot of like strategies and life hacks, which really help people. So now I just love spreading the word and helping other people transform and get the things that they want. That's awesome. Uh, Andrew has a, has a couple of other books, uh, has a couple of books out already. Um, you can check those out on amazon.com. One of them is uh, why I'm not a millionaire and you're not either or some, something like that. Right, Andrew? Some of that. It's called uh, I am not a millionaire mindset shifts from failure to financial freedom. And the other one is, right under your name as well because we wrote that together right so we uh, we co-authored navigating success and uh, you can find both those on amazon.com so go look at those those are uh, really good things Andrew so today um, when we were talking earlier you were you were telling me about um, people becoming the person that is able to achieve or get what they want um, can you kind of break that down for us a little bit what you what you mean by that definitely so when I first started really wanting things in life, I always wanted to have them. I just wanted to have them magically fall in my lap, and that never worked out. <laughs> then I started taking a lot of action where I started doing a lot of things, and I was getting those results I wanted, but it was like kind of like fighting uphill battle where I had to struggle to build a business. I had to struggle to get in shape. And there was a missing step that I always really didn't understand. So in a lot of personal development circles, they call it being, doing, having where a lot of people skip becoming the type of person and identifying as the type of person who's capable of having these things. So a lot of what I'm going to talk about today is just the being part and transforming into the type of person who's able to get the things that you want in life. Awesome. That was, uh, what was that? It was being? Being, doing, having. Being, doing, having. So you say, 
most people are skipping the being part. Tell us about that. What do you mean by that? Exactly. So the becoming part, I guess the best example is if we go in reverse order, say with fitness and working out and getting shape, having, I want to have the six-pack abs, I want to have the health, and they could do the things, but if they don't identify themselves as somebody who eats healthy, if they say, I'm a person who eats junk food or I am a person who eats fast food or whatever it is, that mm-hmm. identity level um, filter in their unconscious mind actually unconsciously dictates their behavior. So in my courses, in my books, I talk about the, it's like a pyramid of success and the very top of the pyramid is the identity level. So starting from the bottom, the things that impact our behavior, our environment, our metaprograms in our mind, which are these unconscious filters, such as running away from pain or towards pleasure, um, our unconscious beliefs, our core values. But at the very top, it's a sense of identity. So when you change your sense of identity, you get rid of that negative way of identifying yourself, such as an unhealthy person or someone who is not capable of being in love, being in a relationship, or if you identify yourself as a struggling entrepreneur, that identity level shift from who you are to where you want to be, that shift encompasses everything else and you're going to unconsciously take actions that are in line with who you think you are. But this is a very deep unconscious shift, so most people don't think of this and they go straight to the action. And when Mm -hmm. you make the shift, it's a lot easier to take the actions that you want to take. So is this similar to um, the idea of acting as if? Definitely. That's a great way to phrase it, where you act as if you're already that person where you want to be. So okay. I guess an example of like a relationships or dating and attraction. If I see an attractive girl walking down the street and I don't mm-hmm. think I'm the type of person worthy of her, I'm going to feel that incongruence and I'm probably not going to say anything to her. But once I made that shift of being a confident person who deserves love, deserves attraction, it makes mm-hmm. my actions to even say anything a lot easier. I see. You know, it's, um, this reminds me of, a, uh, of a, uh, something that I read about uh, Leonard Nimoy once. Uh, it said that, uh, that he became more Spock-like the longer, um, you know, Spock from Star Trek. Uh, he became more Spock-like, more, more logical like that um, as he played, continued to play that role. And I guess that, you know, playing a role for, you know, a long time would, would kind of have that kind of uh, effect on a person, wouldn't it? Definitely. So for myself and a lot of other people I met, like we skip that being part where we just take so much action and like you said, it takes a lot of time where you take the actions and you get the results on the outside. You get that fame if you're the celebrity or you get the money. That's when most mm-hmm. people start identifying themselves as being successful. But I actually found a much quicker way to make that rapid identity shift without mm-hmm. having to wait a long time where you can do this very quickly. And um, I could go into the details. It might be a little technical, but I'd love to give the background of pretty much how it works. I'd love to hear it, and then I'll, I'll try to break down anything that seems too confusing. Definitely. So, like I said, I do this, like I do executive coaching. I have a personal development company, so everything makes sense to me, but anything that doesn't, just feel free to ask more details. So, the way our unconscious mind is programmed is we have these pictures. The best way to phrase it is pictures in our imagination. So, if I see myself as somebody who's not confident, I bring up a mental picture in my mind, like on the side of a postcard, and I see myself in that picture. So if I'm not confident, I see myself in the picture, it might just be like slunched over and just like maybe like a sad look on my face. And that unconscious picture of mind, that is our sense of identity where 
we don't consciously look at it until we learn these things. But once you understand how to bring these pictures up and how to manipulate them and change them, that is how you create that quick identity level shift. So there's two parts of this. One is the mental aspect. The mental is the picture. The second part are the emotions because if you think you're an unattractive person, there's negative emotions that are built up inside of you that hold that picture locked in place and that sense of identity locked in place. So the way most people I did said it, like I did before, is they take a lot of action, they get the results, it takes years to really make that shift. But there's a technique, it's called EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, where if I focus okay. on that picture and I tap on certain points in my face, as I focus on that negative identity, it releases the negative emotions from it. And that picture in my mind changes. And that's when I know I made the shift. And qu mm -hmm. coincidentally, I'm, I don't want to say it's magic, but kind of like magic, instantly my behavior became more congruent with this new sense of who I thought I was. So I'll stop there and let you ask any clarification questions because I just went on a lot of stuff right there that most people probably never even heard of before. You know, I was just, I was just thinking that um, – uh, oh, shoot, no, I lost it. <laughs> the um, um, – yeah, I lost it. Anyway, I was I was thinking something. Who knows what it was? You know, I think that that first part may be a little bit. Uh, people may have lost that. Are you talking about a swish pattern? Are you starting off with a swish pattern, or, or is this just just a straight? You call up the image and then do the EFT. It's just the picture in our mind. So there's more steps to it, but the first step is if I want to teach people how to do this, think of a food that you really like. So what's your mm -hmm. what's one of your favorite foods? Pizza, hamburgers, or uh, you personally? Bacon. So as you think of how much you like bacon, you have a mental picture that comes to mind. Oh, wait. We're going to squash this one, aren't we? No, I don't want that. Uh, let's do one that I, sh that I, that I don't want to eat. <laughs> let's go with pie. <laughs> okay, so as you think of how much pie, do you have a mental picture that comes to mind? I do indeed. Where's the location of that picture in your field of vision? Is it in front of you? Is it to the left? Or is it to the right in your imagination? It's sort of uh, right in front and uh, kind of down a little bit. Awesome. Do you see yourself in the picture or are you looking through your own eyes? Looking through my own eyes. Is it big or small? How big is it? Uh, medium. How far away or close is it? Uh, about three feet. Cool. So I know you understand where I was going with that, where we could get rid of food cravings instantly by changing that picture and all the details. But I guess for the purpose mm -hmm. of this, to keep it simple, those details of the picture and those pictures in your imagination – that is how your unconscious mind stores memories, and that is how you mm -hmm. tap into the other 90% of your brain where most people say you can only access 10% of your brain. This is where we access the other 90%. And once we make mm -hmm. these shifts by changing the details of the picture, such as moving it far away and making it small, seeing yourself in the picture, changing the location, that's when you create mm -hmm. an instant change in your unconscious mind, and that's when your behavior is aligned with that new pattern that's in your unconscious. Right, and so, um, and I, I got to tell you, I uh, I may have told you this story already, but um, during my uh, NLP uh, practitioner training, uh, I I really wanted uh, I wanted peanut M and M's during the during, I was thinking about peanut M and M's for some reason during the whole this one day, and we did this uh, a very similar uh, approach to what you're talking about there, and um, and I tell you what, we went out on break, and I completely even forgot to get the M and M's. I did I didn't even want them anymore. It was it was in fact I even forgot about them. It was it was crazy. So this stuff really does work. Definitely, uh, it's, it's, uh, 
it's 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 kind of crazy and it, it just seems it's and when I work with clients and I do these kind of things and I forget this too a lot of times they kind of look at you funny like really what are we doing this for but it really works and it's fast definitely you said if you're an NLP practitioner training I took mine in 2014 and mine was Wendy's Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers and it's mm-hmm. a lifelong addiction and I gave it up just like that and I haven't had mm-hmm. Wendy's McDonald's or Taco Bell in two years and it just like yeah, we both that's said what I'm it's talking an about. instant shift that. Um, and the hard part is like I used to try to explain this to a lot of people who are like successful entrepreneurs where they just, they're like that powered like forward, like running back. Like they just powerhouse do things and they skip that becoming part. And when I mm-hmm. say we could create this instant change, they're kind of turned off to because they know like for the practical skills and the action, it takes time to build up a business or you have to go to the gym for a couple weeks, a couple months before you see results. But what we're going mm-hmm. here is it's all internal with this internal work. We create that instant change, and this just it simply changes our behavior. So that is just a behavior level thing, a filter thing. But once we really chunk it up to that identity level, so the, you, said, mm-hmm. you mentioned those peanut M and M's, where when you gave that up, something else might have crept up. Maybe you started eating more burgers or Snickers or something else. Or mm-hmm. those, all those are symptoms of your sense of identity. So sure, yeah. The, the way I do this on, with clients is to think of a goal that you have. So, for example, it is to be in a relationship. So, as I think with my goal, being in a relationship, I try to see, hear, and feel as if I already have it. And then if I can't feel that I have it, there's um, emotional release techniques. There's these mental reprogramming that we do through NLP and hypnosis where it could create that instant change. But the final thing I do is ask the person is, if you don't achieve this outcome, what is the worst that could happen? And the example that I used... um, when I first learned the EFT and the emotional release, I seen one of my mentors, he's been doing this for 20 years, and I said I wanted a more successful business. I'll start using that example now, where mm-hmm. I saw, heard, and felt as if I had a successful business, but something got in the way. And he said, what is the worst that could possibly happen if you fail, if you don't achieve your outcome? And I saw myself being broke, unemployed, living with my parents in the middle of rural North <laughs> Carolina, which is my fear <laughs> of failure. So when yeah. I saw myself in that picture, in my mind, just like the food to me before, I saw myself in the picture in my, in my room at my parents' house all the way in North Carolina, kind of sad, down on myself, and I'm broke and living with my parents is that identity-level fear. So I did the EFT where I tapped certain points while I repeat that phrase, and it released mm-hmm. the emotion, and I instantly saw myself in that image of being that successful entrepreneur and the, all the goals I want three years in the future, I felt as if I already had it. But the really mm-hmm. interesting part is the next day I went out, I went hiking through the Rocky Mountains. One of my friends messaged me on Skype. He's another entrepreneur. And he hired me for a $6,000 consulting contract with almost no effort. So I made this wow. identity level shift. And the next day I made $6,000 in one day, which was my best sales day so far. So that's going really yeah, going back wow. to that instant change where, of course, um, the thing I always like to clear up for people who are so – you have to take action. Where you do have to take action, opportunities come your way when you do this. And just like going to the gym, you have to work out, you have to work on the business, I have to fulfill that consulting contract. But it's this internal shift and the identity level shift that allows you to behave in the way that you get these opportunities to come in your life. Right. You know, I think, um, and you know, uh, real quick, let me just let everybody know too, um, if you want to get a hold of uh, Andrew, 
you can find out more about him and, and get a hold of him for uh, personal coaching. And, and uh, he's got a lot of really great uh, articles and everything, too, uh, blog articles and videos. Uh, you can check him out at uh, andrewalexander.org. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R.org. And, uh, you know, I think this is, uh, you know, it's, so it's really interesting. So, so what I'm hearing is if, uh, if I identify um, – as say okay, so uh, say I identify as uh, a person who um, who overeats and eats all the wrong foods, doesn't like to exercise, and that kind of thing. As an unhealthy person, now I can I can skip the M and M's or I can skip the burger, but it's still going to be a struggle for me because uh, I'm still going to be tempted by those things. Whereas if I if I become uh, make this internal shift to a healthy person. It's it's so much easier because of course I just that's just not what I do. I'm a healthy person. I I choose the the salad over the the burger. Is that is that what kind of what you're saying here? Exactly. So the I guess the journey to get the results that you want to uh, trim the belly fat, get more muscles, it's more mm-hmm. effortless when we make this internal shift. So that's mm-hmm. really where everything is going, and all the pictures in mind, the emotional release, those are the tools I use to create that shift very quickly. So. The main reason why I was excited to be on this call and this podcast with you right now is just to let people know that the journey to their dreams and getting things they want, it doesn't have to be the struggle. So um, just to take in kind of a new direction as far as people might not identify themselves as a, a successful entrepreneur or whatever it is if they don't see the results outside of them, if they don't see the money in the bank account. And the way I like to phrase it up is, it's just like going on vacation. So the moment you could say you are a person going on vacation, it's not when you land at the airport when you're on the beach. It's when you buy that first plane ticket and you make that decision. So it's a subtle shift from identifying yourself as someone who doesn't have something or isn't the type of person has something to shift that you're, you are that person. You're just simply in the early stages of having it. Does that make sense? Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So um, and so you have a uh, you have a new book coming out um, and I, I love the title of this. Listen to this, folks. The the new title of the book is this is the title. This is by far the most important book you'll have ever read in your entire life. <laughs> so exactly um, that um, that sounds promising. And uh, and uh, tell us about the book. <laughs> is this, are you going to be Definitely covering these so. kind of things in that book? Definitely. Everything I could really teach through, I guess, the chapters and everything, I'm covering this. And um, going back to my story before where I said I was broke, unemployed with my parents, one day I was watching one of those uh, reality TV shows, I think it was Million Dollar Listing, and I saw someone on there who bought a $16 million mansion. Um, he drove exotic sports cars, had the freedom to travel, and I was sitting on the couch with my mom. I, like I said, I was unemployed, broke, living with my parents, 25 years old. And she asked the question, how do they do it? But to her, is more like a statement than a question because people like us, we didn't come from success. It's like an average like American household. And I found myself really curious for the answer. How do they actually do it? Can people like me become successful like that? Then I started uh, looking on the Internet and reading books. I found a few self-made millionaires. And they all told me that any type of life we want to live is possible for anyone. We just have to be willing to change and leave the old behind and make room for the new. So it was, uh, I think it was March 14th, 2012, 
it was the day before my father's birthday. I made the decision. I was going to pack my car, drive across the country, and have lunch with one of those millionaires I saw on the Internet to ask him, how do you do it? So two days later, I packed my card with 250 hours my name, drove across the country, um, maxed out my credit card when I got there, had my last 250 hours cash. I went to an Indian casino, um, turned that in $1,900. Then I got a job. I networked with millionaires. Over the next two years, I'm networking with like multimillionaires, celebrities, and all the people that had the material things I wanted. So I learned their ways, like marketing, sales, how to build a business. And I built a digital magazine publishing company, which today has over 918,000 readers. I quit my corporate wow. job. I traveled to the country for the following two years, the, between 2014 and right now. So mm-hmm. while I was traveling the country, I was just meeting all these really successful people and learning different ways of life. And not only was I having success with business, I knew how to make money regardless of whatever happened on the outside because I went broke twice in the process. But I came back and bounced back very quickly because back to the identity level shift, I transformed into the type of person who's confident enough with these skills and able to pretty much create the life I want. So the first part of the book is pretty much sharing my journey, the common pitfalls a lot of people go through. And then the remaining part of the book is to really teach the practical skills, such as the transformations that you make or um, effective communication where it's unconscious influence and persuasion in an ethical way and really being in full control of the direction of your life. So in the most, well, I won't say it's the most basic summary, but that's pretty much what the book covers. And the purpose is for the reader to understand that there's more in life possible than they think. They can accomplish anything they want. And I want to give them the skills and the practical tools and the mindset to get from wherever they are, no matter where they start, to where they want to be in life. So that's really what I'm going for with the book. Awesome. It sounds... With all that in there, it sounds like it's going to live up to the title's name, or to, to the title, yeah. Definitely. Like, as you can tell, like, the title is Pure Confidence with these things I teach because I've taught this to hundreds of others before I do personal calls and all of them have major breakthroughs, and I feel the book is the best way to reach the most, I guess, greatest number of people. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, sounds good. And, folks, I, I tell you, uh, you know, I read his first book, and uh, some just really some great great information in there, uh, stuff that you don't uh, that you don't see in a lot of other places. And uh, and he's really he's uh, you know Andrew is I mean he's doing it he's he's living that that life of the uh, the author and entrepreneur and he's uh, you know he's working on these things himself. You you test out all these techniques on yourself, which I think is is really awesome. Definitely. When I first learned them, I started putting them to use of myself and noticed the results. And I was like, why don't more people know about this? This is not something they mm-hmm. teach in schools. So from there, I just created training, like video training courses to teach others and coaching, and it's been amazing ever since. Well, it's funny you say that, too, that, um, you know, um, being in this field and, and uh, you know, working with people with, in, uh, in uh, creating transformation and, and uh, creating transformation in my own life, you know, we tend to think that everybody knows all this stuff already, you know, or, you know, um, but I've, you know, I've, I did a talk uh, not that long ago where I, I asked people to say, you know, who knew, uh, you know, who's heard of NLP and uh, not very many hands went up. And I said, I even said, who knows who Anthony Robbins is? And not that many hands went up. And I was, I was shocked because, I mean, of course, Anthony Robbins is, is world famous. Um, so there's always, uh, there's so many people out there that just haven't heard and don't know that they really can make a make a change in their life, um, and and really kind of go after what they're what they're really wanting in life. Definitely, and um, just kind of adding on to that, as far as 
not hearing this stuff and not knowing about it, like I said before, all these pictures in her mind and all the things I talked about before, most people never heard of that. It's largely unconscious. So the whole point is to make them conscious of their habits. And mm-hmm. the real interesting thing I find is, like, like your introduction said, I've published two books so far. I have a magazine publishing company with hundreds of thousands of readers. And I own a personal development company. I do this coaching. But the thing I realize is, even though I'm creating change in other people very quickly, sometimes it's hard to recognize those things to change within myself. And mm. sometimes we just need like an outside perspective to really, I guess, put things into perspective and allow us to realize the things we need to change. So just the other week, I was kind of struggling because I'm working on relationships right now where I want to be in this relationship with someone who's supporting of me on their purpose, chasing their passion, helping others as well. And like it's a big call, I wanted that relationship. But for a moment, I forgot that it's all about becoming the type of person who attracts that type of person into my life. So mm-hmm. I was on a call with, I spoke to you about this the other week, so you definitely helped. And then um, my friend Michelle, she does exactly what I do. She's a transformation coach over uh, in Europe. And after mm-hmm. just a five-minute conversation, she cre- she helped me with an identity level shift. And even though I'm not dating the specific person I want, I noticed that as I'm walking down the street, more girls are checking me out. They're flirting with me. Um, one girl actually offered she wanted to travel the world with me, and that's one of the goals I had. Mm. And just all of this abundance is appearing in my life once I made the shift. But I was still struggling because I had one person in mind. But the main point is, mm-hmm. even if you know this stuff, it's great to have an outside perspective and someone else to help you work out those little details. Because once I made that little shift because of someone else, that's when I started having more success with this. So another important thing to really allow other people to help you when you can't really notice things within yourself. Couldn't agree more, you know, and um, if you think about it, I mean, uh, look at our, our, you know, our um, easiest example is, is look at uh, professional sports teams. They still have a coach, right? They, um, so no matter how good you are, you still need, need somebody there um, to give you an outside perspective and, and to help you in that way. Exactly. So someone who, pretty much knows what they're doing and they've walked that road before. So that's why I just love helping people. And I guess um, we're talking a lot of, I don't know, definitely practical advice. It's more like high-level practical advice, but to really chunk it down to like simple steps that people could take when they're listening to this is Mm -hmm. the first step is to understand that at our deep level, we identify ourselves as a specific type of person. And Mm -hmm. when I – when I was living in Arizona with you, there's one person I worked with. His name is Rob. He's the leader of the sales department. He's very charismatic, very attractive to females. And he was the type of person who was, he was a natural. That's how I always labeled my entire life. He's just a natural at everything. And I wasn't in my mind, because everything in my mind, um, growing up up until that point in my life, it reinforced that sense of identity. I wasn't natural. I wasn't, charismatic. I was not leading the sales department. And I thought that was a permanent thing. But when we understand that whoever we think we are, we are so much more than that. And we're capable of so much more. And understanding that we have these different senses of identities. And if an identity is not getting us the results that we want, such as maybe I'm not, lead, I'm not the type of person who's good at sales, that is not a set in stone. You could do these pictures of mind, the emotional release, the things we talked about, and we could instantly change that to being good at sales. And 
the main takeaway I want people to understand is whatever you think you are, you are so much more than that, and it's not set in stone. So anyone can take anything away from this, that is the most, I guess, concrete thing to take away. That's awesome. That's awesome. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. That's, uh, um, I mean, I couldn't do what I, I did if I didn't believe that people could change. Um, we're, uh, we're coming up on, uh, to the end of the show. Is there, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to, uh, to let the people know before we get out of here, Andrew? Um, as far as that, the main takeaway is whatever you think you are, you're more than that and you're capable of instant change. And once you become that person, it's like being a magnet and you'll start noticing things appear in your life and you'll start acting in a way congruent with your sense of identity. So like you mentioned on my website before, andrewalexander.org, I linked to my business, Limitless Academy, where I have video training courses. I'm publishing the book, and I do consulting for this, where if anybody needs help, I'm more than happy to help with that. So those are resources there that people can use. Fantastic. And I've seen a lot of these videos and stuff. So there's free information over there, folks. Um, and speaking of free, if you'd like to try hypnosis for free, um, as always, if you uh, text the uh, text the word awesome to 33733, that's uh, text the word awesome to 33733, I will uh, add you to my email list and uh, send you uh, a couple of free hypnosis recordings. I want to thank Andrew. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. I had a really good time. Hopefully we'll get Andrew back on once his book comes out and we'll learn more about this. And uh, it's been a pleasure. And I... Uh, I Appreciate you all tuning in. So uh, I'm Jim Kellner. Take care, be well, and be awesome. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm uh, Jim Kellner, of course, your host, certified clinical hypnotherapist, and uh, 